Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 193. So maybe you've got something you're about to launch. What do I mean when I say launch? Simply getting that thing that you created out into the world, whether it's a new product, service, website, course, freebie, offer, business, anything that is new that you want to share with your audience. It is so important to put some thought behind how you are going to reveal this new thing to the world now that you've worked so hard on it. Because this is the last step of the process. I think far too often people don't put the time and energy behind the steps for launching, but rather focus too much on the creation process. And people can get stuck because they want it to be really good. But perfection can cause paralysis, leaving us scrambling when it's actually time to promote it. And here's the thing. If it's not launched well, no one might ever see it. You know my philosophy, like done is better than perfect. And I want for you to put your heart and soul into creating, but then to be sure to also give launching the energy it deserves. And so today I am sharing 10 free ways to create hype around a launch based on our experiences. And I am so excited to share them with you. Before we dive on in, Today's review is from Laura Ryan 416 titled Perfect Timing. It says, I've been following Jenna since the Rising Tide Society hosted their first summit, and I remember hearing Jenna speak and being completely blown away. I guess you could say I was a total fangirl. Fast forward a couple of years and Jenna is the one educator I consistently go back to, but it wasn't until recently after binge listening to several of the Gold Digger episodes that it really clicked. I went from being just a fan to someone that needed to hear what she and her guests were talking about on the Gold Digger podcast. I've been in a season of life where I needed to open my eyes to change, give myself permission to create boundaries, and ultimately the push I needed to go after my goals. The timing for this binge couldn't have been more instrumental in the course of my business and quite frankly, my life. Thank you to Jenna and the many women that have shared their stories. I am forever grateful for this little, okay, not so little podcast. Thank you so much, Laura Ryan. I'm so glad our paths crossed. And for all of you out there listening today, if you want to say thanks, 
Like if you're like, hey girl, how can I thank you? Leaving a review is the easiest, simplest, best way. And it keeps us at the top of the iTunes charts so we can continue to create awesome content that serves you, your life, and your business. So without further ado, let's talk about creating some hype around whatever it is you're launching. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru, Jenna Kutcher, will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Guys, I am so excited about today's sponsor, Slack. Slack is a brilliant communication channel. We talked about it on the show before, and it is for all things business related. Sort of like an organized instant message designed specifically for work topics and quick exchanges of information within your team. Slack is the communication channel of Team Jenna Kutcher. We use it every single day, and I don't know how we ever lived without it. To learn why Slack is irreplaceable in my business, head to slack.com. That's right. Find all the magic at slack.com. Thinking about starting that new business? I know it's holding you back, having all the legal things like contracts in place. This episode of the Gold Digger podcast is brought to you by The Contract Shop. Head to jennacutcher.com slash contracts to check out my five favorite products and save yourself 20% off. That's jennacutcher.com slash contracts. So we recently publicly launched one of my signature courses, the Pinterest Lab, live for the first time. And we had so many amazing takeaways from that experience. And so today, I want to share with you 10 ways that you can create hype around something new and exciting in your business in the hopes that it will inspire you to dedicate a bit more time to this very important step in launching. So maybe you're like, well, what is a launch or what constitutes as a launch? A launch can be anything from sharing a new podcast to launching a new website, a new offering. It could be a course. It could be a new service. There is a really good chance that at some point in your entrepreneurial journey and really, if we're being honest, like often in your entrepreneurial journey, you are going to be launching something. And so I want to first just make sure you head over to today's show notes at jennacutcherblog.com slash hype for this episode where you can grab a copy of my launch copy needs checklist, which was created by my very own copywriter, Ashlyn Carter. That is again, jennacutcherblog.com slash hype. And you're going to get your hands on a launch copy needs checklist, which is amazing. So before we dive on into my 10 tips, I just want to encourage you, if you're putting something new out into the world, a lot of times people skip the pre-launch phase. So they think about, here's the day that this is going live and here's what I want to happen, but they forget about all the ways that they can create energy and excitement and hype around what it is they're launching. The pre-launch phase is arguably the most important phase of launching, and yet we usually get so consumed with what we're actually launching that we forget to prepare for it. And so this episode is dedicated to not letting you make that mistake and to give you 10 different ways that you can build up this energy before you put whatever it is you're about to put out into the world. Number one is this, poll your audience. 
The first step, ask the actual people that you will be launching to. You might have an idea or a product that you know will help solve a problem for your audience, but if they don't know it yet, it might not sell. For example, the first time we launched my course, the List to Launch Lab, it did okay, but my audience wasn't quite ready for it. We knew that going into it. We had a lot of educating to do on the importance of email marketing before they truly understood the value of this product. And so we took 12 months to serve and educate and talk to my audience about this subject. And then our next launch, it was four times more profitable. And so my point here is either one, pull your audience on what products or services or offers they want from you now and create those, or two, recognize pain points and solutions for your audience and begin talking about them now so that when you go to launch, they are primed and ready to buy. Now, in this example, I knew that email marketing wasn't sexy. Like, let's be honest, everyone wants to grow their Instagram followers or demolish Pinterest by driving traffic, but growing your email list is just not as shiny. And I knew that, but I knew the importance of list building, which is why I made the product anyways. But it was crazy to see what a year of education could do for my audience in understanding why they need a list why it's important for driving profits, and how it can change the trajectory of their business. Now, there are different ways that you can poll your audience. You can simply ask people a question on social media and use their comments as a result. You could create an official survey or a quiz with a site like SurveyMonkey or Google Forms. You can poll your current customers or even get on the phone with a few of your favorites to really understand what they're struggling with, what they need, and how you can serve them. I learned in Ryan Levesque's book, Ask, that we need to be super intentional about the types of questions that we ask so that the answers actually help guide the products and services that we create and so that we can even use their language in things like the sales copy. If you give people a chance to leave an open-ended response, it's solid gold because their exact words are going to show up so that you know exactly how your audience is talking about what they need the most. Keep it short. Let people know what to expect in terms of length, how much time they need to devote to answering your questions, and then use their responses to help you determine their biggest needs and struggles. Like listen to their objections, listen to the things that they're distinguishing as pain points and wording that they're using in order to start thinking about how you could serve them and provide a solution, whether it's in your free material or what you're selling. So number one is just poll your audience. We do this so often. I do this for the show to know what you guys need the most help with. We throw up a Facebook post or ask a question on Instagram stories, things like that, because it really helps us to stay connected with you, the audience, in order to know that like one, you need this, but two, that you're actually interested in learning about it from me. Number two is to create a free offer or an opt-in. Speaking of free material, another way you can create hype around a launch is to build it up with a freebie. A freebie is simply content that someone needs to opt in for, or in other words, they have to give you their email address in order to receive it. 
Now, this helps two purposes. One, it allows us to get them onto our email list where we have more control over the what content they're seeing from us so that we can serve to them and then eventually sell to them in the future. And number two, it provides them with content that is so valuable that they want to sign up for it when it educates them and begins to introduce them to something that we might be having a potential offer for in the future. So basically, when we prime an audience before we have something to sell, it allows them to warm up to the idea that you're talking about and to kind of lay a foundation in that. Try to create something that offers quick wins so that they can see the value of what it is you're talking about. Address any objections that they might have in your free content to start to combat any future issues with becoming a paying customer in your future. Take what we like to call their pain points or the things that they're struggling with and provide solutions in the material that you are creating. Now, the longer that this building phase is, I think the better. The more time that you have to educate and build trust and gain momentum and get your audience interested in what you're talking about, the better off your actual launch is going to be. So we aim to start sharing freebies or free offers or free education a few months out from the actual launch. But Really, any amount of serving and lead up is going to be helpful. What I have found is that it takes people time to warm up to your idea, the way that you teach about it or share, and like, do they really need it? Like, they have to qualify themselves before they will ever become a buyer. And I love to just really serve, 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 serve my audience with free things and free offers before I ever go to sell. Because then when I go to sell, it looks more like an invitation and less like a pitch. And so number two is create a free offer or the ability for them to opt in to sign up to say, yes, I want more information on this when you have it. Number three, let's go back to those email lists. Email your list. I know it sounds so simple and obvious, but my most recent launch of the Pinterest lab, we were shocked at what a simple email produced in terms of sales. Like we have never emailed my entire list about this product before. And we had only reached out to a specific segment of my audience that had opted in saying, I want more info on Pinterest. And so simply telling the story of why I created this offer for my audience and then creating demand in this case, we were saying our price is going up. So if you want to purchase it, you've got to do it now resulted in $80,000 in sales. That was from one email, you guys. What if you could hit send and make $80,000? Like it is not lost on me how absolutely crazy it is. One thing I know for sure is that you can talk about something you are selling until you are blue in the face and you're sure that people are sick of hearing about it from you. And still there is going to be this giant portion of your audience, whether it's social media or your email list that might've just missed it all. And they might've been interested. And so with things like algorithms and just the busyness of life and the timing of your posts, people are not noticing every little thing that you do. And so we have to be a bit obnoxious and exhaust all of our outlets when we're trying to build hype around launching something. But if you know me, if you listen to this show, you know how important it is to email your list. Like these are the people, these are your people. You don't have to shout to the masses. You can whisper to your audience. And we saw that with this launch. 
we saw that people were interested and maybe they just didn't know we even had that offer. And we gave them that sense of urgency to say, hey, the price is going up. So if you want this now, here's your opportunity. And $80,000 later from one email, we saw results that we couldn't believe. The proof is in the pudding, my friends. If you are not growing and using an email list, now is the time. And if you need help with that, there's a bunch of resources at jkemaillist.com. Okay. Just got to shamelessly slide that in there because it's true. jkemaillist.com. If you're like, what is all this email list business? I want to send emails and make money. I want to serve my audience better. More importantly, go there. Okay. Next up, blog posts. Write a blog post that announces your new offer, your product, your service, your new website, your new podcast, whatever that is, and get excited about it. Like tell the backstory, share your passions, talk about how people can join or buy, link to other articles you've been writing in order to lead up to that topic. You can also consider writing guest blog posts for other bloggers that have a similar audience to your own. You don't have to just leverage your own platform. And so coming up soon, hint next week, we're going to be doing another episode about how to pitch yourself, whether it's for a podcast or a guest post. So make sure you tune in a week from today for all of my tips on how to be successful with pitching yourself and really leveraging not just your own audience, but other people's audiences through showing up and serving. So here are a few ways you can get started. Make sure you're collaborating with sites where your target audience is hanging out. Next, you can brainstorm topics aligned with what you're going to be selling that you are an expert in that their audience might benefit from as well. Like what might be missing from their blog that they haven't covered yet? What topics have done well with your own audience that you could pitch to another blogger to feature? Like make sure you're connecting with other influencers and bloggers and Instagrammers that promote their content well so that you might have the opportunity to serve their audience and to make sure that you're building actual relationships. As you're collaborating with other people and as you're promoting it on your own blog post, you want to make sure that there is an opportunity to capture that audience potentially through an opt-in form or some other promised freebie, but using a blog, not just your own, but other people's, if they are willing, can be a really huge way to build up hype around a launch. And sometimes it can be as simple as collaborating and saying, I know you have this launch coming up. I would be happy to share about it if you would allow me to share about mine and just really partnering with other people and sharing what's in it for them. Because when you hear my thoughts on pitching, you're going to realize it's not always about you. Recent estimates show that 30 to 50% of potential clients are closed by the service provider who responds to them first. That could be a lot of clients you're missing out on just because you don't have all your stuff together. One way you can respond faster is with a solid contract. In fact, that is precisely why the contract shop was founded. In less than 10 minutes, you can have a contract tailored to your specific industry, filled out and delivered to a client before anyone else even has a chance to open up their email. No more crossing your fingers and hoping everything goes right. To learn about my five must-have products and to get 20% off your purchase, head to jennacutcher.com slash contracts. That's jennacutcher.com slash contracts. 
I've already told you briefly about the magic of Slack, but that was just skimming the surface of this incredible program. On Team Jenna Kutcher, we use it to share projects, ideas, answer quick questions without waiting on someone to reply to an email. It's a total game changer in small business. It saves you time, improves productivity. It's super easy and convenient. It works everywhere you go. You can even get a mobile app. And simply put, it's efficient, organized, and it ensures that every member of my team is always in the loop. I can't imagine coordinating everything without it. And I'm so thankful to Slack for sponsoring today's episode. Head to slack.com if you are ready to take your business to the next level. That is slack.com. Slack, it's where work happens. Next up, social media. Duh. Which brings me to the next way to promote something that, again, seems obvious posting to social media. I love to create a teaser for the social media posts and then link to a longer, more complete blog post. But the point is to get people off of the app and onto a place where you can better control the user experience, like your website or your blog or your email list. This is a much easier way to guide your followers and fans through the process of getting to know more about you and taking action by purchasing or signing up for your email list. You can test different language and sales copy in your posts. You can try posting different times of day using different imagery, whether it's a picture of you or of your product or just plain text. But when you're looking at launching, your social media posts can really help dictate the amount of energy around it, the amount of traffic you're driving to it. And of course, I love social media. So I'm like, make sure you're using it. I want to be able to click onto your feed, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram, and know right away, oh my gosh, they're launching X, Y, and Z. And this is why I should be excited about it. A lot of times when it comes to launching, we like want to just like really quietly whisper and say, oops, guess what? There's a new website up. Oh, cool. Okay. And we bury that in the last little paragraph of our captions. But when it comes to launching, you got to go big, you guys. Like You got to make it so obvious that there's this new thing that you're so pumped about and that you're welcoming and inviting people to join in on that excitement with you. Social media is an amazing, amazing way to do that. And we love to leverage social media ads, whether it's Facebook ads or Instagram ads, and we split test everything like we just talked about. The sales copy, what time of day, what images are working, whether it's plain text or a photo of me. And we're just really looking at social media from this well-rounded standpoint because we know our people are there. We've just got to reach them. The next tip is this, post to your Instagram stories. Guys, don't forget about Instagram stories. In episode 181, I teach you how to beat the algorithm, how to rock your Instagram stories. And this is no different. When you are going to create hype around a launch, it is a much more personal way to promote something. And we see huge engagement when I talk about anything that I'm promoting on my Instagram stories. I want to make sure this is on the list because I think too many people shy away from showing their face or talking directly to their audience or sharing what they're launching. But often this is the personal communication that they need in order to let your audience get to know you and trust you before they will ever buy from you. And so this is such a huge topic. Go back to episode 181. 
because this step can be huge in terms of your checklist and just in rallying people and letting them see and feel that excitement that you have about whatever it is you're launching. There's so many nitty gritty details about your Instagram stories that I share in episode 181, but I don't want you to forget this because I think when we think about planning out social posts, we think about those posts that live in our feeds. But what about the posts where we can really personally interact using things like Instagram stories? On that same front, Facebook Live. Facebook Lives can be so fun because they are so interactive. And I've used this strategy to allow people to ask questions where I can answer them live. I've also given a full webinar on Facebook Live. Like how crazy is that? But I think just like Instagram stories, a lot of us have hesitations around showing up live and making sure we look perfect and not messing up. I mean, live stuff is no joke, right? Like we're like, what if I make a fool of myself? What if the internet totally shuts off? In episode number 92 with Amy Porterfield, we talk about Facebook Live and Instagram stories. And it's just a really great show to kind of walk you through that. But What I think is so interesting about Facebook Live is that people can tune in whenever they're on Facebook instead of having to sign up for a specific time for a training and remembering to log in. And it's also a great way to add that personalized touch to kind of add that human element to your brand and remind people, yes, there is a real human behind the sales message that is wanting to help. Now, Facebook Live, for me, I've done a few different methods, and it's something that I don't utilize enough. Like It is something that is kind of on my list that gets pushed to the bottom, but there is so much power in it, and there are so many people that are absolutely killing it. But I would say as you're leading up to launching whatever it is you're launching, jump on and just talk about it. Talk about the why, talk about the process, talk about what's in it for your people, talk about why they should be excited. I think most often people just want to be invited into your world. And so if they can sense your excitement, they're going to get excited too. So Facebook Live is an area that Jenna Kutcher needs to work on, but it is a really effective way to create hype around a launch. Next up, ask people to share for you. Now, one way that you can create awesome hype around a launch is to get people on board and inviting more people like their friends to join. Now, one way to ask people to share for you is simply by encouraging your email subscribers to forward your email to friends that might be interested in what you're offering. Often people just need to be given permission or told what to do. And you'd be surprised at how many people will take action simply because they were asked. Like if I send out an inspirational email and I say, hey, feel free to forward this on to your favorite boss lady or something along those lines, it gives people the permission to know it's acceptable and it helps get my content on other people's radars that are like-minded entrepreneurs or clients while also letting people feel like they're passing along some positivity. And so it's a really awesome way to just say, hey, this is going on. Why don't you invite a friend? What would it look like if you had an accountability partner to make sure you stuck with this challenge or tuned into those episodes? Another way is to reach out to industry friends or peers and to let them know that you have something exciting that their audience might be interested in. Make it super simple for them to share by providing graphics, to easily post on social media, possible captions so that there is no work involved for them to share. 
encourage them to put their own spin on it. And when it comes time to return the favor, make sure that you're generous as well. We don't do this too often because I know most of my peers have just as jam-packed schedules as I do. But a lot of times if our audiences are aligned and I've got nothing going on, I'm happy to help share things for people that have served my audience in the past. It's all about reciprocity. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. And so just ask people to share for you, like get people in on it, whatever that looks like. And one of the ways it could look like is through creating a giveaway. Like everyone likes to win something, right? Are you one of those people like me where you're like, I never win. I literally never win, but that's fine. Not bitter about it. Promise. But the important step here is to make sure that you set up a giveaway so that it both spreads the word about your launch and it captures people's email addresses. Like it is not good enough to just have people comment and like your account. Why? Because we want to be able to keep in touch with these people going forward. And a social media follow is just not enough. A lot of times I'll see Instagram giveaways where it's like, just follow me and comment below. Guess what? People will unfollow you after they realize they didn't win. That's just the truth. That's the name of the game. And so if you really want to get your offer out there and you really want to create an awesome giveaway, give them a place to just sign up. I know that you might get less engagement, but the people that actually take the time to do that, now you can reach out to them and you can serve them more intimately and better. A giveaway could be a tangible product, an e-product, a course, or a service. Make sure that the giveaway relates to what you're ultimately selling so that you are attracting the right audience and building hype for when you actually do launch. So you want to make sure it's relevant and that it has to do with what it is that you're working on launching. You don't want to have something like win a trip to Mexico and then like I'm launching an email list building course. Like those don't really go hand in hand. And so get creative about what kind of giveaway would really help decipher if your audience is interested and two, encourage them to sign up to get more information from you because guess what? You're about to launch something and you want to reach out to those people who are interested. Now, lastly, build anticipation. I mean, we've covered so many things, but it's all about building up this energy. There are a few other ways you can build anticipation that we've used in my own launches. This includes having countdowns. This could be a countdown clock that's embedded into an email, or you could count down the days on social media to your launch. Get excited like it's Christmas that you're counting down to, and chances are your audience is going to get excited too. You can hint at it on social media while you're creating it. Let people in on the behind the scenes products while you're creating the material. This is an awesome way to lead up to your launch, to get people involved, and to even ask for feedback during the creation process. You can also let people beta test your product for you or the office or the service and share their testimonials and results There is nothing like social proof that what you are selling is high quality. And one way to do this is to let past clients or industry friends take your products for a test drive, like ask them for feedback to make it better and encourage them to share about what you're offering if they liked the product or experience. 
So there you guys have it. 10 free ways to create hype before you launch something in your business. Now, chances are you've got something that you're going to launch soon. And I want to remind you that this pre-launch phase, man, it can totally change the way that your actual launch goes. If you're working on something and you're fired up and you're excited, use these tips, tricks, and strategies to make sure that when the day comes, when launch day happens, your audience is at the edge of their seats, so eager to see what it is that you have to offer. I hope this inspires you to put the effort and the energy into the launch process. And I promise you, when you do, you will see a difference in the bottom line. We have had so much fun with launching. I feel like when people talk about launching, it can sometimes feel overwhelming, but really it's just creating something that you're excited about that is going to change the game for your audience. And it changes feeling like you're having one big sales pitch into feeling like you are serving your audience and you're serving them well. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And I would love to hear from you. What are you launching next? Hop on over to Gold Digger Podcast on Instagram and let me know and scroll through the comments and check out what everyone is working on. Maybe you can find some comrades in that post to team up together, hold each other accountable, share about each other's launches, and heck, just cheer each other on. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger Podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.